Hello and welcome to Cracked Open, a podcast guiding you on your journey to becoming a vessel of unconditional love. This is your host, Beck Mylonis, High Priestess, Channel, and Activator. Join me on this series as I share reflections, insights, and channel transmissions from my journey of walking the initiation path. Each episode is a unique transmission containing supportive frequencies to facilitate the deepest healing, activation, and reconnection with your soul. I invite you to open your mind and set the intention to receive this episode into your heart space. Let's go. Hello and welcome to another episode. Today, I would love to speak into the non-linearity that is the healing process. I would like to speak into the cycles that we can go through and about what our vibrational set point is. So talking into the glass ceiling that many of us have um, in terms of where we tend to return to what our limit is for expansion, pleasure, joy, money, whatever that is, love, and how when we move through quantum leaps of expansion or experience new states of being, how we have a tendency to want to bring ourselves back down. So part of us has a tendency to freak out and our ego is screaming, this is not safe. And so we return back to a previous state. So to use an example, we're going to look at this from several angles. So we're going to look at this today from the angle of the healing journey and the cycles that we need to go through or that we do naturally go through on this healing and evolution journey, the spiral of ascension, as I like to call it, or evolution, um, but also from the point of really reflecting on where is this that I've just smashed through a previous limit and I'm being dragged back down because my ego is like, not safe, not safe, not safe, right? So this past week, this is a tendency of mine, right? <laughs> And I think part of it is also um, feeding into drama cycles of the past, extreme highs followed by extreme lows, um, feelings of bliss and ecstasy followed by feeling like I'm literally in hell, right? So this is probably a pattern. I think it is a pattern that I'm working to bring into more neutrality and presence and just groundedness and um peace rather than really high highs, really low lows, um, dramatic swings. But what, what is a tendency for me is to experience really extreme states of joy or bliss or ecstasy or alignment followed by a huge crash, right? And a lot of people have this tendency and it's normal in a way. There's, there's a normality to it because we always will return to a set point, right? Um, but over the past week, what I saw happening was an extreme high. So for four or five days, I was literally on cloud nine. <laughs> I was full creative mode, like literally could not sleep because I had so much creative energy moving through me. So many positive things were showing up in my um, reality, um, random clients dropping in, lots of really amazing feedback because I released my podcast last week. So there was this huge momentum last week, had many men stepping into my field who were um, definitely a step up from the past, lots of really, really cool things. And I was in this constant state of appreciation and gratitude and love and just 
expansion. And I was like, oh my God, this is fucking amazing. It gets to be this good, right? It gets to feel this aligned and juicy and amazing. Followed by two days of being in hell, <laughs> right? So I experienced heaven. I experienced Samadhi for a few days and it was like, oh my God, life gets to be this fucking amazing. Followed by two days of really just feeling intense um, waves of anxiety and just overwhelm and disconnection and frustration and all my old stuff coming back up again, right? And we tend to go through these waves. And I also want to say at the moment, we are being hit with some pretty hectic solar energy, right? This has been going on for a while. It's been intensifying over the past couple of months. So as these solar flares um, hit or they, they, they occur, these massive coronial um, waves of energy from the sun or whatever it is, we tend to process that depending on where we're at, right? So for me, I feel them as this huge surge of energy. Sometimes it feels super overwhelming. My Kundalini can get very activated and I can't do much. I'm just processing. I'm in a trance state. Um, the energy is almost too much that I get overwhelmed. Sometimes it can come through as intense states of bliss and joy, like it has been for me since the 11.11 portal. I felt it as expansive and, oh my God, I'm on fire. Like I literally could not sleep all of last week because I had so much kundalini and creative energy and forward momentum and positivity moving through me that it was almost manic, right? So it, that's how it manifested for me, followed by intense clearing. Like it got to a point where the energy that was moving through me was so intense that I had to process and purge, right? So when we are being hit by these high frequencies, what happens is density is released, right? Really high vibrations are coming in. They're affecting our vessel. They're affecting our body. They're affecting the cells um, of our vessel, of our being. And when we are meeting these high frequencies, anything that is of a lower frequency must be released. So it's natural, right? That's a natural process. It's not something to avoid. It's helping us. It's serving us. Because what I've also seen is whenever we've had this mass influx of cosmic energy, even if I've been feeling really crap and purging a lot, then it's like this new level of expansion um, of my energy field, of my auric field, of my light body happens where I'm then able to hold more light. So it's serving us, right? It's helping us to release stuff, but it can feel really chaotic um, with all this stuff going on. So I want to say as well, this could be one of the factors. There's several things which could be playing in to why you have these ups and downs. It's also part of the human cycle. We're not meant to be up all the time. We're not meant to be down all the time. Um, you know, sometimes we'll cruise at the middle, but we tend to fluctuate up and down and that's normal, right? We're here to experience highs and lows. And what tends to happen on this journey is the higher the highs get because we're expanding and we can sense more, the lows often get deeper and darker. And it's almost like the more light you can hold, the more shadow comes up to the surface because that light is brighter. So you're shining on deeper levels of the same core wounds. You're shining on things that were previously, um, unseen to you, right? You're shining on deeper levels of grief, which want to be released and expressed. So it's natural and it's okay. And it's part of the process, but it can feel quite um, jarring when you've experienced these really high states to then feel the opposite of that. Because also the polarity, the difference between the two 
becomes more extreme. So it's more noticeable, right? If you're cruising on neutral all the time, which was what was me when I was on antidepressants, um, it didn't make me magically feel happy or anything. What it did was just crush everything. So it was just numb. I was just flatline all the time. My set point was just ambivalence (laughs) and it was um, apathy and just like, whatever. Like that was my set point. It meant that I couldn't experience extreme joy, extreme bliss, love, happiness, anything. But I also couldn't experience debilitating feelings of wanting to kill myself. So that was a positive thing. But for me personally, I would rather be able to experience extreme expansive states of joy and bliss um, to, you know, and then come down and have to experience the opposite of that than to just be flat all the time. But we all have a natural set point, right? Excuse me. And that natural vibrational set point will depend on a few things. Some people just tend to have a higher set point. So perhaps their natural frequency set point is happiness or peace or joy or love. Other people, their natural set point is neutral. So it's like just a nothing space. Other people, their natural set point is sadness or unhappiness or loss or grief or whatever it is. We all have a different frequency set point. And that is the base of our happiness set point, right? And no matter how high you go or how low you go, you always tend to, um, you know, despite the fluctuations, you come back to this set point eventually. And this is psychology. I learned this in psychology, the happiness set point. Um, And through the journey of expansion, you're always raising that set point, right? So I had some um, women that I was working with, who I'm going to get onto the show soon, who do work to see where you're calibrated, what your frequency is calibrated at. And I think about a year ago, my dominant or my set baseline frequency was joy. So even if I would go up for a while, past joy into enlightenment, (laughs) peace, whatever it is, um, pure love, um, I would always kind of come back down to joy. And even if I went low into grief, sadness, depression, I would always bounce, bounce back up to that joy. That joy was my dominant frequency, right? It was my happiness set point. And you can change that set point. It's also when we are expanding, right? When we are quantum leaping and we are experiencing new things in our reality, it takes some time for us to accept that new set point, that new limit, that new ceiling and integrate that into our reality and embody it as the new set point. So I was talking to a friend last week and he was telling me about how he just reached this extreme stand, um, uh, state of expansion in his business. He called in $4 million um, into his business that he fundraised or something. Everything was going amazing. He went to this retreat, which was incredible, and he was on cloud nine. And then what happened was after that, he came crashing back down, right? And he was in this state of like, I don't understand. I've just reached past, surpassed my limitations in this massive way only to be brought back down and suddenly I'm really depressed and suddenly I'm seeing myself engaging in old behaviors that I thought I didn't do anymore. I'm drinking, I'm smoking, I'm self-sabotaging, right? And we have a tendency to do this, right? And he's like, I don't understand because everyone keeps saying, you know, how are you? And they're expecting me to be like, I'm amazing because of all this cool shit that just happened and I'm doing really well, but actually I feel really shit and I'm noticing, whoops, sorry, that's my alarm. I'm noticing myself going back to this previous behavior, this previous level, and I don't understand, right? And when that's happening for you, 
you need to be self-compassionate and understand that this new level that you've reached, yes, you've quantum leaped. You've experienced something fucking magical and un, un previously experienced um, in your reality. Maybe that's a higher level of people showing up in your life. Maybe that's an expansion of your income. Maybe that's, you know, just how you're feeling. You're feeling more joy or whatever that is. Um, or you've manifested something that you've been trying to manifest for a while and suddenly you've received it. You've received that new level. And what happens is once we receive that new level and we quantum leap, it's very easy for our ego, for our self, for our, the part of us that is afraid of that expansion to want to self-sabotage and pull ourselves down. Like, oh shit, I'm reaching more people now. That means I have a greater risk of being rejected or um, judged, right? Or, oh my God, I have more money, which means therefore I have more responsibility. Or it looks for reasons or excuses why that new level is unsafe. And so once you have reached that new level, the work that you need to do is integrating that new level as your new set point, right? Locking it in, mastering it, bringing yourself back there, right? And sometimes what it will be is like, you'll reach that level, you'll crash, you'll reach that level, you'll crash, you'll reach that level. And it's like constantly and consistently bringing yourself back. So you raise your set point. So it's like declaring this is my new reality. This is my new set point. This is where I will bounce back, right? Creating safety in your body around what it feels like to be constantly calling in that joy, that expansion, safety in receiving more amounts of money, safety in receiving more love. So compassion and nurturing to the part of you who wants to drag you back down rather than frustration of, why am I self-sabotaging in this moment? Why am I relapsing to old behaviors and, um, you know, going back to where I was, how frustrating I thought I expanded. No, it's like looking at, okay, cool. Where does part of me not feel safe to anchor in this new set point, this new frequency, right? And then integrating that. So looking at the work that you did and integrating that as your new base level, your new belief system, your new way of being, because then what happens is you embody it, right? And once you embody it, then it's your set point. So you can have these massive leaps, quantum leaps. And this is what I see happening all the time. People have these quantum leaps and they're like, holy fuck, I've just shifted into a whole new timeline. But some version of them internally doesn't feel safe with that new timeline. So they come crashing back down. It's like when people win the lotto and they haven't mastered or integrated the new level of themselves who's capable of holding all that money. So then they lose all of the money, right? And so once you've reached that new set point, the work is integrating that set point and, you know, bringing all of those parts of yourself who don't feel safe in that new set point into integration of that frequency um, set point and that, that new point of reality or timeline or whatever it is, state of being. It's also in understanding, excuse me, understanding the natural cycle of creation and healing, right? And like the cycles of nature, we have this cycle of healing that we need to go through. And the cycle is purging, so releasing, integrating, so integrating that new level and then embodying it, right? Or um, the cycle is for instance, in nature, it's summer, autumn, winter, spring. So the summer is when you've just reached the new level and everything's fucking amazing. The autumn, what comes after summer? Autumn is when you're 
coming back down to that set point. The winter is when you've just gone deep down into the void again to clear some more stuff. And you're in that unknown, um, that, that void space before the, the next quantum leap. And then the spring is when you're coming back up. And then obviously it's a summer. So it's a natural cycle and it moves like a spiral, right? I'm going to do it like, I don't know if you can see me going like that, right? So the this is your center and then you come right around the, the spiral. And what the tendency is, is we go really high and then we go really low and then we come back to this center. But as we move through this journey, that spiral becomes smaller. We become closer in. So it might be that you go through this quantum leap and you go really high and then there's a long time of moving through that cycle, through the winter. And that winter feels really long, right? And then all the healing process feels really long or the, the working through your shit feels really long. The integration period feels really long before you reach um, that neutral point and then you're up again, right? But as we go further along in this journey, the space between the high and the low or the um, the quantum leap and then the, the purging or whatever that is becomes shorter, right? That space becomes smaller, um, because we're able to bring ourselves back much more quickly. So it's like for me, for instance, having four days of being in this space of like, oh my God, new level, fuck yeah. Um, and then having two days of feeling crap and then bringing myself back up more quickly because you get better at bringing yourself back up after the lows, right? And those lows become more intense, but they become less frequent, right? Just like the highs, they become more intense, but they become less frequent because your soul is trying to get back to its set point as quickly as possible. It's not practical for us to always be in a summer period. It's not practical for us to always be in a winter period. We are always changing. So if we're attaching to, I'm in the summer and this is fucking awesome and everything's amazing and I'm on cloud nine and I don't ever want to go low again usually what's going to happen is we're going to catapult a low, right? Because we are resisting what is. Instead of just being like, I'm here, I don't know how long it's going to last, um, but I'm going to just enjoy it and be present in it. We start worrying about when, when am I going to get low again? When is this stuff going to leave? When am I going to lose it? And then that creates the reality of us moving into that low phase. I hope that makes sense. Um, and when we're in the low and we are constantly trying to get out of it <laughs> when we're in the void and we're frustrated with the void and we want to be past it to all the juicy stuff that tends to prolong that period because we're not present with what is right so the minute we are not present with what is we're trying to get back to the high or we're trying to avoid the low or you know we're worrying about the future or we're ruminating on the past we've moved ourselves out of that present cycle and the medicine that is in that present cycle, because every cycle, every point of your healing journey, every state of being that you are in has a gift and medicine within it. And it's all divine, right? So you need to have those winter cycles for the fuel, for your growth, for the clearing out the stuff, for the purging, what does not serve you, right? When those high frequencies come in, we need to assimilate them into our vessel, which means releasing stuff. So there's space for the higher frequency to land, to integrate, to be our new set point, right? When the high stuff happens, it's not sustainable to always be on this high. You'll burn out. That's what I was saying last week. I was like, incapable of sleeping because my creative juices were so high. There was so much going on. I was running around like almost manic. Um, and it looks a lot like bipolar when you're in these cycles, right? Like extreme highs, extreme lows, running around in this manic cycle. And I couldn't sustain that. I wasn't going to be able to sustain that for a long period of time. 
And that's also kind of how I operate, right? I have a, a huge output. <laughs> also, when I'm ovulating, it's like goes with my natural cycle, huge output followed by rest, reflection, integration, right? Going inwards again in my period, going inwards, releasing, clearing, and making space for that new level, and then coming back up and experiencing that high and then coming back down, right? And it's this never-ending flow and this never-ending cycle where all of it is perfect, all of it is whole, all of it is complete. And so when you're in that low, when you're in that winter and it feels like nothing's working for you, nothing's showing up, um, you're getting frustrated, you feel depressed, whatever it is, just keep bringing yourself back to um, the memory of every time that you got out of that that cycle, it's like the caterpillar, right? The caterpillar needs to go into crystallis to become a butterfly. If that caterpillar was in that um, cocoon and it was saying, this is fucking bullshit, I want to get out now, and it escaped that um, crystallis, that cocoon, it would come out before it was ready, right? So it would receive the new level before it was ready and it would die. It needs to be in that cocoon for a certain amount of time to be able to embody and hold that new level. And the same is with us, with our healing process. We cannot avoid or try and quick, um, quick start, I suppose, or force our process before we're ready. And so for the past kind of six months, I've been in a bit of a, a process, like I've been clearing a lot of stuff and I've been in this process of upgrading and receiving all these upgrades and rah, 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 all this stuff. And it was for this new level, which I'm here now embodying and I can see where my ego is trying to drag me back down to the former level of joy or former level of experience of like, this is too much joy and expansion and I can't hold this, right? Which is bullshit. Um, but I needed to go through that process to be able to hold the amount of light that I'm holding now to do different ways of working, to deliver my message in different ways, to be able to love and hold myself and believe in my self-worth enough that people are showing up in my reality, like accepting the information that I'm putting out there. I'm able to reach more people. I'm able to hold more light, whatever it is. And it's like not turning away from that cycle or being like, I wish it was over or pushing yourself to be, to hurry through it. It's also not um, clinging on to when it's good, right? Like there's this tendency for us to want it always to be good and to attach to when it's good. And then what happens is we create fear and resistance to the good through doing that because we're attaching to it. When we're attaching to something and we're saying, please don't leave me, it's this needy energy. It's like when someone is in your life and they're consistently like anxious attachment, trying to, to hold on to you, you become suffocated, right? And eventually that will bring you down. You will start feeling like you don't want to hang out with that person. The same with money. If you're constantly trying to hold on to and control money, um, it can't flow in and out of your existence. So that's like your life force. If you're always trying to hold your life force at this high point, at this high state, then it can't flow in the cycle that it's naturally meant to flow. And that's what I've seen with my Kundalini. Like sometimes it wants to flow through me in these creative expressions and the sexual energy and this inspiration and this joy and this bliss and this orgasm and it's fucking great when that happens but then I feel like I, I'm like oh I hate my kundalini when it takes me to the depths and that fire that was once used for um, creation and that was fueling me then starts to become used for clearing or processing or transmuting and it's all the same energy just being manifested differently and so we can't resist what is and what is being shown to us we must always 
accept that present moment and accept what is and allow it to do what it needs to do, right? So if you're moving through these cycles, allowing yourself to move through these cycles, if you're moving through an emotional um, <laughs> upheaval, moving through that, if you just hit a new level and your ego is screaming and kicking because it doesn't feel safe and it wants to drag you back down, take that as your opportunity to create that set point to create those feelings of safety, of declaring this is my new set point, anchoring that in so you can embody it. So the next time you have a new high, um, you can easily bring yourself back, right? When you have a new level of high, it's like, okay, cool, more expansion for me to anchor in. So my set point then becomes higher, right? As the highs expand, um, then the set point expands. And while the high might be like, whoa, it's so high, and you really want that to be your set point, eventually it will be your set point, is what I'm trying to say to you. As you move up this scale and that spiral gets smaller, those highs are going to be more frequent. They're going to be more anchored, more stable. And it won't be this consistent drama cycle because you'll find that your natural state of being begins to begin, become joy. And then it's like very quickly you're coming back to that joy or your natural state of being is love. And so you're coming back up to that state of love. But if our body doesn't feel safe in certain frequencies or if we're not trained to experience them, it's going to take some time for us to anchor that in and really harness that as a new potential, a new set point, a new standard a new whatever it is. It's like when you declare a new standard to the universe of I will not accept anything less than this. It's almost like those tests that show up <laughs> um, to be like, are you going to sink back down to the previous level? Are you going to accept what you used to accept? Or are you going to anchor in? No, this is my fucking set point And I'm going to return to this set point, right? So it's like, instead of when you're going low and, and the, the stuff, the tests are showing up or your mood is fluctuating, whatever, having compassion, understanding what parts of you have self-sabotaged to bring yourself back down, but also declaring like, actually, no, I'm not accepting less anymore. And I know my capacity to feel joy or feel love or receive abundance or happiness or whatever has expanded. And I'm choosing to set that as my new reality, my new timeline, my new frequency bandwidth, right? Because when we're manifesting, it's our dominant frequency which brings things into existence. And sometimes we need to hold that dominant frequency for a long time without anything outside of us showing up. We need to hold that as our set point for a long fucking time before the reality shifts. And it's so funny. I've seen this happen so many times where I've held that frequency. I've held that frequency. I've held that frequency. Nothing's showing up. And I'm like, fuck it. It's not working. And I let myself slip. And then it's like, I was so close to receiving whatever it was. It was just there, it was literally like just a step and I was there. But because I allowed myself to slip back down, it's like, okay, that timeline is no longer available. And I need to go through this whole process to get myself back to this point of holding that frequency. And so the invitation for you is, can you hold that frequency of what it is that you desire to experience? And can you hold it even when it's not showing up? even when things seem to be moving backwards, even when you're in the winter, when you're in the purging, when you're in the clearing, can you hold and know I've experienced this before or I've come close to experiencing this before, I've had this high and I know it can be that good again or I know that this is possible for me or I believe that this can be my reality. And so I'm going to choose to know, not even believe, it's like I'm going to choose to know 
that this is mine. It's coming into my reality. I'm going to get there. And I'm going to anchor that in no matter what the fuck is showing up in my reality, right? Kind of different. We're moving now into manifestation and the energetics of that quantum leap. But truly a quantum leap is when your energy shifts and expands so fucking much that there's a very fast shift of timelines. It's like timelines literally fucking collapse. You were here and now suddenly you're like miles ahead because of that energy that you've been able to hold which now matches this whole new timeline, which you weren't even able to access before, right? And the problem is sometimes when we do that, there's such a huge gap between where we were and where we, we've just arrived that like your brain can't compute, your ego freaks out and it wants to drag you back down to that previous level that felt safe. It's like the saying, new level, new devil. The same stuff will always come up at a new level of existence. It's always the same core wounds, just perhaps from a different angle or deeper of like rejection, self-rejection, judgment, um, fear. Um, there's also, it's really funny. I see playing out in my reality a lot, like fear I'm going to be disappointed. The rug's going to be pulled out from me. I'm going to get everything, but I'm going to lose it. So then when I get the things and it's really fucking good, I'm just waiting. <laughs> I'm literally waiting for it to all go to shit. I'm waiting for that rug to be pulled under me. And because I'm expecting that on some subconscious level, then I always come down and I can't hold it or sustain it. Right. So really, truly allow yourself to feel safe um, and anchor in, it's safe for me to receive this. It's safe for me to feel good. It's safe for me to be here. It's safe for me to be feeling however I'm feeling. And I choose to have compassion with myself, no matter where I'm at in my cycle, because it's always changing, right? You're always, everything's always changing and evolving. And it's meant to be that way. So resist nothing is my invitation for you today. Um, and get really clear on what you know, what you desire to anchor in, like what frequency set point do you desire? What um, amount of wealth do you desire to anchor in? What amount of love in your reality do you desire to anchor in? And when you see yourself fluctuating, hold that vision, that frequency in your heart of like, this is the new level. This is the new set point that I'm anchoring in. This is my lowest, you know, my lowest, um, glass floor, I suppose some of my mentors used to call it a glass floor. So there's a glass ceiling of like, this is the highest amount that I'm willing to safely accept. And when you break through that glass ceiling, you're going to come crashing down because it's this like, holy fuck, this is not safe. But there's also a glass floor. Like I won't let it get lower than this before I light a fire under my ass. Right. So I was doing a lot of work last year to anchor in a glass floor of like, I won't accept less than 5k a month. Like that's my absolute glass floor. And when I reach that set point, then my, my nervous system is going to start to feel unsafe when I only have five grand in the bank or whatever. That's when the creative momentum is going to start to happen. And I'm going to start to take action. Right. And I raised that. So it's like, now my set points, 10 grand in the bank or whatever that is, which is I'm kind of not there at the moment, but like, what I'm trying to say is we can raise that to be like, okay, cool. What is my my, my, my low, my lower limit, as well as my upper limit of like, once I've reached that lower limit, um, I'm going to raise that higher. Right. So it's, it's not, I don't have to go broke before I start taking action is what I'm trying to say. Um, it's, it's like when you're getting closer to that, it's raising that bar a little bit higher, or, you know, I, I don't accept people that into my life that act like X, Y, Z, and that's my, my lower limit. And anything less than that is just simply not, I'm not available for that anymore. Right. 
um, and raise your glass ceiling higher so you can have more expansion. And it doesn't seem so scary because the ceiling that you've raised is like way higher. So it's like, well, you know, maybe right now receiving a billion dollars feels really uncomfortable for me, but receiving 10 grand doesn't feel that uncomfortable to me because that ceiling is so much higher. That expansion is so much higher. So that's my message for today. I'm going to start rambling and repeating the same things. It's really important for us to integrate what we learn in these cycles, what we learn in that period of that, um, that void, that winter where nothing seems to be happening, where we're clearing a lot. And also what we integrate in those high levels. So like anchoring that in. Um, so it becomes embodied and it becomes our natural state. And so we're not freaking out constantly when we are shifting through these things and we allow ourselves to come back to that set point, that midpoint, that natural state of being, whatever it is, our frequency essence easier. Um, because when you're in that constant frequency point or that higher set point, naturally things are going to shift around you much quicker and, um, you know, you'll be receiving much more that is aligned when you're in those set points. So when you're aligned with joy, your experiences naturally are going to be better. Um, and also fucking just allow it to be good, right? Last thing, guys, like allow it to be good. Allow yourself to experience what it feels like to feel good. Like so many of us have guilt and shame around feeling good. This was my thing. It was like, oh, I can't let myself feel too good because people might feel bad that I feel good and then I'm going to make them feel shit. So I have to make myself smaller. No, <laughs> or like, um, you know, my, my family's unhappy or my mom's unhappy and suffering. So therefore I have to feel bad because I don't want to make her feel bad by me feeling good, which again, is so flawed and stupid. Like what is that belief anyway? Because of course she wants me to feel good. Right. So we have this fear that us feeling good or in that higher set point or receiving more money or receiving more love will cause us to shine too brightly. And it's going to make other people feel uncomfortable and we don't want to make other people feel bad. So we don't allow ourselves to feel good or we feel we're not worthy of feeling good or whatever the fuck that is, right? There's so many reasons why that template of like not allowing us to be in that high and just enjoy it is playing out, but also don't get attached to it, right? Don't get attached to it. It's 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 so easy to become attached to when things are feeling good. And then that makes you hate when it's not good, right? But we came here for human experience of contrast, the ups and the downs. And, you know, if you were feeling happy all the time, that's amazing. But also, like, you wouldn't be able to expand in the ways and become strong in the ways that you do when you're in those lows and you're dealing with adversity, right? Um and yes, of course, you can expand through love and you can expand through ease and grace. And that's what I'm trying to anchor in more for myself. I caught myself saying that and I was like, do I always really need it to be hard to, um, to expand and evolve? Of course not. Of course, you can also have evolution through anchoring love. But attachment to the highs is also not neutrality. Neutrality is pure detachment. And neutrality is a place where we manifest the things very quickly because we're neutral. We don't have an attachment to them. Like, it's amazing to be like, oh my God, it feels so good to have this stuff. And I'm going to focus on how good it feels, but it's also an attachment. It's also not neutral. There's, there's, a, um, you're creating resistance through that attachment because then you're resisting not having that thing. Does that make sense? Like it's paradoxical because people say anchoring those emotions of having the thing and you need to do that. But when you become so attached to only having the feelings of having the thing, then you do not become happy and joyful in your present moment of just feeling good, right? Because it's not actually about the fucking things that we desire. It's about how we feel. So can you train yourself to feel fucking joyful and playful and good without the thing, 
right? Is what I'm trying to say. Can you let go of your attachment to the thing being the thing that is creating that joy inside of you? Can you anchor in the fact that you only want that thing because you think it's going to make you feel loved and joyful? And can you try and access those feelings without anything? So then that desire becomes neutral and there's no resistance to you creating it, right? Because it's also like the resistance comes from, oh my God, this thing feels so fucking good, but what if that thing leaves and then I'm sad? <laughs> so that's where resistance comes. It's a fear of losing that thing that's giving you that happiness. So if you can learn to be neutral about your desires, it'd be fucking dope if that came in, but I'm going to choose to feel happy anyway. I'm going to choose to be in my set point frequency because I know that I only desire this thing because it's going to make me feel a certain way anyway. And I don't need that thing to feel good, right? Can you be in that neutral point of like, whether or not this fucking manifests, I know it will because I have that knowing, but whether or not it shows up right now, I choose to feel good, right? Whether or not it seems to be showing up because I'm in this low, I choose to accept where I am. I choose to accept that all of it is needing to be here and present and it's all serving. I'm going to start ranting now, but neutrality, it's really great. It's a place that you want to be in for manifesting because it means there's no resistance. It means things can just show up magically. It means you're not trying to analyze where it's coming from or how it's going to work or you're cock blocking the universe um, because you're worried that the thing won't manifest or because you're um, you know, trying to push away from where you are because you don't like your current experience without that thing, which then creates the frequency of lack. Um, that is how I'm going to leave it today. <laughs> Lots of things for you to feel into there and, um, you know, process and take some time integrating when you reach a new level. That's my message. I love you all. And I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of Cracked Open. Don't forget to hit subscribe and share with a friend if this episode has served you in any way. For more information about the work that I do or to get in touch with me, read the show notes or head to beckmylonis.com. Until next time, beautiful soul.